Welcome to the Cinescare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And y'all know me. You know how I earns a living. I'm Joe Jans. <laughs> and with us, as always, is the super fan, Mr. Mark Biscati. Can I speak? Uh, that's, yeah, that's your cue. Raising yeah, my hand? I, I, that was a cue for you to speak, not me taking a breath. Oh, yeah. I, I was waiting for the pause. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will be watching... I will be watching. I will be watching what I say, and um, and uh, so my comments will be low and minimum because according the, to friend of the what? show Brian, no one likes to hear me speak. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's a low blow. That's kind of it is a low blow from friend of the show Brian, friend and then it was the a show. low blow. Matt <laughs> sent it to everybody laughing. I didn't, I did I don't think that's what I said. I don't think he said nobody likes hearing you talk. No, that's exa- in fact, that. it's not at all what he said. No, he said, nobody wants to hear me. But that is literally all you do on the show. Yes, he talk. did. That's what he said. That's what you sent. Let me look. <laughs> yeah, we should, I, I'm pretty know sure that's not what he said. He, 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 he I would. Words. I would like to interject and welcome Jimmy O to the show. Oh, okay, yeah, he did say that, but it was it was a joke. <laughs> yeah, he, he did said, say that. <laughs> he said, "Tell Mark to stop interrupting you. No one wants to hear him talk." LOL. That was so good. That he was joking, <laughs> oh, he was laughing. Wow. Fucking wow. Brian. It was he was laughing. You can't and, wait for you to be on the and, show, Brian. And from JoeBlow.com. And from JoeBlow.com, <laughs> film critic. It's again. We're making it the Mark Show. The it's not the Mark Show. James Oster, Mr. Jimmy O. And yeah, part guys, we're falling apart already. We got yeah, know. wheels are coming off. Wheels are coming off. It's uh, Mark oh, is God. he's a he's a battle or a, what is it? He's a wrecking ball. Yeah, he is. My face looks like a wrecking ball. Well, that's true. Mark, Mark had a spill. He had a spill this week, and he's got a bit of a shiner. Yeah, he does. Poor Mark. So, or at least that's his story he's telling yeah, us. And I'm not asking. I didn't get in a fight. I, I I'm, promise I'm not, you. I'm not asking any follow up questions on it's this. It's not much of a fight when you get the shit kicked out of you. Whatever. Yeah. You should see the other guy. He looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks he's better. Un- he looks unscathed. Worse. Yeah. Yeah. That's he looks lot. better than he did when we got into a fight. Oh, uh, well, this week. There's a lot of people wondering, Joe. Are what there? God's name did you watch that was not a part of the theme? Uh, I actually watched in a very big amount. That's how good my vocabulary is. <laughs> uh, I I watched a lot. Um, so first off, I watched uh, Influencer, which is the new. Uh, Me too off of a uh, new film from 2023 and that was on shutter wasn't it right yeah is that a shutter original yeah yeah um great film i did like this i i recommend it quite a bit uh mm-hmm. i think it's something if you already subscribe to um to shutter you should definitely be checking it out i would like to point out that cassandra nod and emily Tennant, who are the two uh main characters in there were uh very good. Very, yeah. Very well acted. Yeah. Cause the Cassandra, what was her name? Nod. Yeah. Nod. Nod she N-A-U-D. was, she was great. Really yeah. good. And I didn't realize that that, um, 
that that birthmark was was actually it's a real birthmark. So. Yeah, that ain't that ain't yeah. no makeup. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was surprised there after watching the film, I did realize there was a couple questions on motive that I had, but it wasn't something that took me out of the movie at all. I, it was like later on when I was pondering what I just watched, uh, that's when it popped into my head. I'm like, huh, I wonder why she does all this, but, uh, it was very good. Um, and if you have the opinion of influencers as I did, then uh, you'll, you'll really enjoy it. So. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. I that was one that um I I didn't care that we didn't know the motive of of her. I I you know, I just there is one and that's all that matters. She has obviously some reason for being a serial killer. Um which is basically what she is. Um Spoiler. Well, I guess that's true. But uh but now I don't need to watch it. Yeah. But I mean that's all pretty much the it's a one long uh uh Oh, cold open basically because the call the, the oh yeah credit, the credits don't the oh yeah credits don't even come out until we've gotten past that whole part so yeah it was like 27 minutes into the film before you saw the opening credits right it was a lot like i think fresh was like that too wasn't it where yeah. it was like the yeah the credits started at the very beginning but yeah i liked yeah. it too what else joe uh i watched hugh sarah the bone woman off a of shutter um mm-hmm. it was good it was very well done it's not particularly for me it's not my thing um it's about this uh girl who's you know finally uh she's always wanted to be pregnant finally pregnant but there's some complications with her her life and her past that that keep coming up and um yeah it was it was okay i like i said it held my interest but it's just the main focal point that you get to towards the end of the movie really isn't my thing. The witches, but yeah, I don't know. Still worth a watch. I, I, I liked it. It, it, um, I, I haven't, you know, I have to, I guess, revisit it maybe because I did like it a lot when I first saw it, but I've kind of forgotten it since then. So yeah. it didn't have, it didn't leave like an impression on me, but I, I remember liking it a lot. And I know when I saw it, I gave it a, a nice review. Um, so it's definitely worth checking out. And I, it's more on the supernatural level, I guess. Yeah. Almost um, yeah. almost like a possession almost, but more like, you know, like a supernatural kind of thing. I or guess. An enti- well, I don't want to say Some, entity, but yeah. Along those lines, yeah. 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 Uh, I also revisited 1987's Predator because why the hell not? It's Predator. Um, yeah. You know, and it is technically a horror film. Yeah. Uh, as far as other new ones, I watched. Did any of you guys watch this off my recommendation? Tin and Tina, no, the no. new film on Netflix. No. Oh, you guys have got to watch this. It is creepy. It uh, actually here's my notes. Fucking bizarre. Everything about this is weird. There's creepy albino twins. There's weird Mexican music about Chinese people spinning plates. There's an absentee absentee father. There's crippling religious. Uh, entity in this and it's film has just absolutely everything it is just so bizarre you've got to watch this i'm not saying it's great but mm. it is worth watching hmm. yeah i have to check it out so is this a new uh movie? let's see uh, yeah 2023 nice uh although it you know it, it it the way it was shot in the time period that it takes place in you wouldn't know it was 2023 hmm so, but just oh, the kids are so bizarre and creepy on this again, though. I have a thing about twins and these are albino twins. So anyway, weird. Um, 
I also watched 2021's uh, Don't Kill Me off of Netflix. Uh, it, it's kind of like an Italian version of Twilight, except instead of a vampire, it's a zombie. Uh, mm. Not good. I gave it real low rating. Uh, this is one of the few movies that I watched that I was really, really close to finally just turning it off. What's like, it called? Uh, Don't Kill Me from 2021. Mm. Um, like I said, I, I, about half an hour left in the movie, I really just did not care any longer and need, had the remote in my hand and I'm like, nah, screw it. I'm, it's only a half an hour left. I guess I'll finish it. So I, I don't give that one rave reviews, but, and then lastly, uh, bone tomahawk, which Mark, did you end up watching that? You're on mute. Still on mute. And <laughs> no. No, he's not. Oh. We waited for that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. For it. You uh, just Jimmy, I take it you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Matt, yeah, you've seen so, it too, right? Yeah, I've yeah. seen it, yeah. Yeah, I am not a big Western fan, but this, I was enjoying it from uh, all, you know, beginning to end. Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson, Matthew Fox, Richard Jenkins from Step Brothers, David Arquette, Sid Haig. Sean Young is even in. I don't know why Sean Young was in that. She was in that film for what a minute. Yeah, she's the mayor's wife. Um, but I mean, still, it was uh, a very compelling story. I kept, you know, it's being billed as a horror film, and I keep wondering where's the horror, where's the horror, where's the horror, and then all of a sudden, yep, there it is. Mm-hmm. Wow, did that ever make up for lost time? Yep. Um, it's two hours and eleven minutes, but. Uh, it honestly that it went real quick. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. So I, it's a brutal. Yeah. Movie. Oh my God. Yeah. It is, this is, it is not at all yep. horror until it's really horror. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to put it up there with like, um, terrifier and yeah. irreversible, you know, it's wow. Yeah. yeah. Painful to watch. Yeah. It was rough. It can be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, that was it. That was my laundry list of uh, non-themed films. Yeah, how about you, Mark? Um, yeah, I came across a movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, I saw Attachment. <laughs> you finally watched it. I Adaptive. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, love um, I loved it. I loved it. It was great. Um, I'm glad. Uh, it, I'm glad somebody. Uh, decided to uh recommend it to me um <laughs> it was it was I, a really I, I both did both of us did yeah i, I don't recall repeatedly um uh it's it's fantastic it's it's a great movie um a little jewish uh, folklore um i thought those two actresses i've never seen them before but they were wonderful actresses i mm-hmm. believed the love story the, the the chemistry they had was believable the mom was super creepy. Um, a great little twist. Um, the uncle, the I love the uncle. The uncle, yeah, yeah. the uncle was was phenomenal. He was, right. was kind of like comedic. Uh, mm-hmm. He had some comedic timing. Uh, he was just so blunt, like this Jewish bluntness. You know, matter of fact, why are we in the woods? <laughs> it's yeah, that fantastic. Was yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's a fantastic uh, movie. I highly recommend it. If uh, people want to uh, watch it, yeah, go watch it. And yeah, that's 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 all I've seen. Okay, uh, Jimmy, anything new you've seen? 
Uh, everything through work, so not, nothing that would really fit the nothing show. Nothing discussable. I mean, I okay. Flame and Hot, the Eva Longoria movie about the guy who supposedly questioned. Oh, the, it was a good movie though. It was cute. It was really cute. That's so, the Flame and Hot Dorito or yeah, Cheeto yeah, thing. Yeah, very okay. nice, uh, good movie. And I watched another movie that I can't really talk about yet, but I, I freaking loved it. Um, not really. It kind of has a bit of a, even though it's not really a. Uh, horror again it's got some stuff it's it's hmm. very exciting very very uh suspenseful really fantastic film so talk about that next time <laughs> okay oh the right. flaming hot cheeto movie right yeah yeah where, where he discovers the spice and he, he, he says he he does frito-lay says no that didn't happen oh hmm. so this no. is fictional but it, well it's it's his story so like I mean, he did move up in the company. He did. There is truth to it. It's just probably maybe a little exaggerated, but I, honestly, it doesn't even matter. It's such a joyful little movie that it's really. Evil and Gory did a hell of a job directing. It's a really well directed film. Hmm. Really smart film. Really, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Have cool. to watch it. I love Flaming Hot Cheetos. Yeah, it's on Hulu, so it's easy. Easy. Hmm. I'm getting a bag of it at some point, so I maybe I'll send it to you or something. Nice. Uh, Let's see. What did I watch? I want again. I watched Influencer, like Joe, and that that was a, a very good movie. I, I highly recommend that. Uh, a lot of a lot of twists and turns, and it, there's just a lot of layers to that movie. With the boyfriend who kind of starts out at, at the beginning is kind of being kind of a jerk, but he then you as you get to see him, he comes back into the picture. You you see more layers to him, and uh, the 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 main uh antagonist is is a very layered character as well and it's just, just interesting a lot of twists and turns on it so uh very very good movie and i i highly recommend it uh let's see and then i went to see the boogeyman this last weekend i don't know if i guess oh. none of you guys did mark said he was going to but didn't right yeah no yeah. i didn't get to um and this again this was originally well it's from a short story by stephen king the boogeyman from uh what was the collection that's from night shift night shift yeah which was that was like my introduction to stephen king when i was real young i I read night shift there are lots of his it's some of his most classic uh short stories are in night shift i believe the lawnmower man is in that if i'm not mistaken and the children of the children of the corn maybe yeah, Children of the Corn, The Mangler, Boogeyman, um, yeah. uh, Battleground. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot. It's a it's a it's a great collection of short stories if you haven't read it, uh, and they're all very. Uh, but I and the Boogeyman was I thought the most the creepiest one of that, and so this was written. The original screenplay was written by Beck and Woods, who are from Bettendorf, Iowa, and they wrote A Quiet Place and. And uh, and they directed Haunt, which was one of my favorite horror movies of the last several years. A really good movie. Uh, they wrote and directed that. But this was they they wrote it and they they did their version of it. And then the the uh, the direction was given to Rob Savage, who directed Host, which came out a couple years ago. And I think he had a movie called Dash Cam, but. It's it's a good one. It is very um, 
there's nothing unpredictable about it. it it's pretty predictable but it's very well done has some really nice jump scares uh kind of very very well set up jump scares i, I like the family dynamic i thought that the daughters and the father were really uh just a sweet group and and you really do care about them and even though the story itself is a bit on the predictable side it's well done so you know everybody there's tons of predictable out there of all kinds and this is the kind i could watch anytime kind of a haunting story yeah uh did you know that those uh two cats from bettendorf are building a movie house here downtown yeah. davenport yeah yeah okay yeah. down there like where the view type of thing right yeah 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 right along yeah. the river yeah nice. i heard that down by the the John O'Donnell or something like that, right? Where the Milwaukee uh, opposite? Well, same road, but opposite end of Davenport. Oh, okay. John O'Donnell's on one end. This is on the east end. Oh, okay. See, oh. Joe, you 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 get things in Davenport. You have things. We're getting construction. That's what we get. <laughs> someday it'll be done, and then maybe after that we'll get some decent, you know, like small run movies. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, hopefully it's supported too. That would be that would be yeah. pretty cool. I'll I'm go. glad that those guys. I are... drive by the construction every day. Nice. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm glad those guys are giving back to the community and and everything yep. too. So they they've stayed active in that in that area. But gosh, for such a small town, there's been some big time people come come from there. Uh, those guys and uh, assistant secretary of state. <laughs> from a few years ago was there and lived, was from my high school um so in Me? fact he, joe you didn't oh, go to yeah, bettendorf yeah. you didn't go to bettendorf high school joe no but i'm here now yeah that's all that matters yeah um but yeah for it's crazy anyway uh so i highly recommend it i think it's a lot of fun it's a great uh summer popcorn movie horror movie in the vein of you know, poltergeist and those that are kind of crowd pleasers, but also have a kind of a scary edge and some, some nice uh, jump scares. It's, it's, uh, it's a good one. I think, I think that you, you'll go into it and I think you'll have a good time. Um, let's see what else I watched a movie. I rented a movie this weekend <clears throat> called exhibit eight, which was a found footage, but it's, it's, it's not like a, it's not a ghostly found footage so if you're not into found footage you might actually kind of like this one it's about this girl who she and her brother were refugees from i think uh where were they i think serbia or no bosnia they were they were refugees from bosnia and they their uh her brother went missing and so now she's an adult and she and this, this documentary filmmaker, they decide to make a documentary about trying to find her brother. So they go back to this town where they had been in an orphanage and they uncover a bunch of creepy stuff. And it's, it's very interesting. It's, it's a little um, kind of a mystery, but also sort of folk horror. And it's not, it's not like a ghost kind of thing at all. It's it, the, the, the antagonists are real and I, I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I think if you're, I I'm found footage for me, I, I, I like more with like hauntings and that sort of thing. But if you're into, you know, this kind of thing, you might, if you're not into found footage, you might give it a try cause it's a little different. And I found that there are reasons for, for using the cameras were, 
were very consistent. Like they, there weren't many moments where I thought, why would they be recording this? Because it was all a part of the documentary for the most part. And when they had a body cam on, there was a good reason for it. So it was a lot of interviews and and more of a mockumentary kind of like what, what was the, what's the, the Australian, it was in an Australian movie or New Zealand movie with the, it was more of a mockumentary, um, Lake Mungo. Lake Mungo. Yeah. It was a lot. It was more like that in, in the way it's constructed. It's not found footage, like people just carrying around cameras for no reason and, you know, recording conversations that they wouldn't be. So anyway, <clears throat> it was pretty good. Nothing great. And I think that is, oh, <clears throat> sorry. The only other thing I wanted to mention is there are two things. Uh, the TV show, well, three things. The TV show, Yellow Jackets, finished, and their season, and it was okay. I was into it the whole time and everything, but I, I have questions about it, and I was, I'm interested to see what next season brings. I also finished Dead Ringers, which was the show with Rachel Weiss where she plays tw- the twins. That wound up really <laughs> i thought it was really good it's very different very unusual kind of a, a very strange show but rachel vice uh should get every emmy award and golden globe or whatever she's amazing in it and then there is a return of a show called from from a couple years ago and that's back out now and it's i think it's almost done with its second season it's on a, a a channel that we didn't have so we didn't we waited until it got going in its season uh before we we subscribed to the channel i can't remember what channel it is paramount plus maybe or or something i can't remember which one but it's good this is a really good season and really strong there's some there's some hardcore horror in this one and some good uh uh some good gore I, I like this one a lot, so I highly recommend From. I, I thought the first season had its ups and downs, and and could and got, there were a couple episodes that were kind of filler to me. But this new season started out really strong. We watched, I think, the first two or three episodes, and it's it's good. The action is tight, and uh, it's it's full on horror. It's I I think you'll like it, so I highly recommend that. And that's all I've got. Uh, I finally got to watch stuff that wasn't theme related this week, so. Nice. Uh, well, Jimmy, that brings hang us. On. Oh, hold Can on, we... Joe. Hang on. Stop the presses. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we probably want to give everyone an update on the results of the poll that Mark put out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Mark, yeah. do you want to read the results or do you want me to? I got it right in front of me. Well, Joe, yeah. go ahead. I think that would be too I'll, humiliating I'll just, for I'll, Mark. I'll take so, care. Yeah, go ahead. So Mark apparently put up this poll that says what Cinescare host would survive and, a horror film. And Joe, let me ask you, what kind of person would put up a poll about themselves that there's a strong chance they pretty much know they're going to lose it? Uh, I, well, I, I, I don't know. What That's okay. That might be a rhetorical yeah, question. Yeah, might, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, I think you've answered your own question. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. So uh, let's, uh, there were 11 votes. Oh wow! And uh, mm. what engagement <laughs> that, yes. that had! Popular, <laughs> whopping, whopping eleven. Okay, here we That's are. The content. actual results. So, uh, Matt, you received two votes. Dave, I was uh, one Jimmy, of them, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, you also received two votes. Okay. Uh, I I apparently am the survivalist in the group because I received six votes. 
yeah. only one of which was my own. Uh, and Mark, I'm sure you voted for yourself because you did get one vote. No, it was Angelica. Oh, that's right. Angelica. Did. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. had somebody rooting for you. So apparently if there is, uh, uh, find yourself in a horror film, come find me and I'll take care of you. Yeah. That it's, it's fine. I, I will concede <laughs> to the votes. It's, it, it was fair. Until, uh-huh. But I, I will say that it was, it was rigged. Because Joe took me off for a while and then put me back on, so it's tampered with, just like all the games on Cinescare is. It is tampered, but <laughs> oh, I, I will there. say, I will say, I will You're say that. You're against me. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, Joe immediately took me, took me off the list, so I probably might have missed some votes. I also didn't vote for myself. I wanted to be fair, and um, I believe I voted for Joe too. Did I not? <laughs> I don't know who you voted uh, for. I, I think I voted for Joe, and oh, which is okay. fine. You know, but I was being fair. Obvious Matt, choice. Of course, yeah. wasn't, and you weren't either, Joe. Which I was surprised because usually you're fair with the games, but you, you but tinkered I, with I it. Was, you tinkered was with it, and that's posed fine. with a question: Who do I think would survive? And I honestly thought it would be me. Well, yeah, no, no, that's fine. But you also voted for Matt and James. Mm-hmm. No, so, I didn't. Yeah, no, I did. didn't vote for them. Yeah, yeah you did. did. I did? Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, Can did. we vote more than once? Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, then I guess I didn't cheat or anything. But, but no matter how I you just, boil it down, yeah. Joe still it's won. Uh, exactly. Exactly. I, yeah. I can see through it. Kind of by but, a landslide. But, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because you you are a gun owner and you are a master arch like archery guy. You're mm-hmm. Robin Hood. Yeah. You're Kevin Costner. Yeah. Well, so, okay. anyways, yeah. I, I I concede, I concede, but I well, it just it, said horror was, film. Was, was you know, rigged. if it was, it, it you know, there's like a Predator would probably beat me. Yep. Um, you know, uh, Alien, I mean, Mark, the you, you might you might survive a rom com. Yeah, maybe. You know, or a sitcom. I wouldn't. Yeah. He could survive a sitcom, maybe. Yeah. Oh, for sure, like a sitcom. Oh, he's yeah. like yeah. a yeah, or like some, some one of the roommates on New, New Girl. Balky. Oh, yeah. Balky. Yeah, I think Balky. Oh, Balky. Yeah. Probably one of the greatest uh, intro songs in uh, yes. history. Probably. Yes. I agree. Yeah, that and Growing Pains is really good, too. What about Bosom Buddies? It's, it's the best. Mm, no, no. It, it's got to be like written for the sitcom. Well, I guess that's true. That was a song before. Yeah. Actually, Jimmy, cheers, we'll get, cheers is great. Jimmy, we'll get into moonlighting a little later tonight. Yeah. Oh, moonlighting. I do have it in my notes. Yeah. Oh, good. good. All right. Well, that brings us to our theme of the week. Jimmy, what in God's name did you have us watch? Let's get sleazy. Look, horror growing up, it was always you weren't supposed to watch. You'd look at the box covers and you'd see a naked lady and you'd see a knife and you'd be like, Oh, I really want to see that. And you're, you know, people are like, no, you're not supposed to watch that. The video nasties, all that stuff. So I wanted to celebrate some interesting, maybe good, maybe not, uh, slashers throughout the years. And one was kind of pushing it, but I really wanted to promote it. I could, because I think it's a great movie, not fully a slasher, but it's got enough, I think to make it, on this list and it's super sleazy so there's a lot of blood a lot of nipples and a lot of nudity on this on for these movies and uh, you know what god love them so mm-hmm. 
I want to start off with I want I'm going to go through the first, the earliest. I'm going to start with 1973's Torso. Now this is directed by Sergio Martino. It stars Susie Kendall, um, who I kept uh, calling out to during the film because I enjoyed her, uh, and Tina Amont, uh, Luke Morandi. Uh, it's a string of appealing lust murder shocks the University of Perugia as a sadistic serial killer strangles to death all these beautiful college girls and apparently every guy on campus is a complete pig. Every single one of them. Every guy. Mark's looking at me confused, but literally there are scenes in this movie where he goes, oh yeah, I want to bang that chick. Yeah, oh, look at that. I'm going to bang her. Yeah, oh, I'm going to totally do what you should be through the whole film, every scene with these guys, they're talking about who they're going to bang, how hard they're going to bang her. It, it's so I Mark is one of those guys. That's why he's not agreeing with you. Mark's one of those guys in the corner doing that. That's yeah, I'm, not, I, I, I'm never like that, by the way, but I don't, I, <laughs> I'm not let's like that. Let's get, let's get some, uh, um, I'm too suave for that. Here's the thing. I really wanted to, I, I felt there was, there's one absolute gallo here and this is, there's another one that later that is a sort of gallo. It's a gallo inspired. But with that said, I wanted to, to do at least one of these Italian because I love, I love these movies in the sense they're so overly stylized that there's a mystery. There's the decapitations. There's the, there's the, there's the, a lot of boobs and a lot of nipples. In fact, I, I'm kind of sporting my own nipples tonight and to celebrate. Um, I, this is for you, Mark. And uh, I, I like. I thought it was okay. I thought the first hour of Torso was a little slow, and it wasn't kind of living up to my expectations. Mm-hmm. But I gotta admit, last half hour kind of rocked. I really dug the last half hour. I was like, Susie Kendall, I love her. Made a lot of smart choices for a, a leading lady, and I. You know what? This is not a bad. In the end, I was like, "That's all right. It's not a bad movie." I'm going to start this time with uh, Matt. Yeah, I I agree. I before the last half hour, I was getting a little bored with this, and um, but it, you know, another thing that you said I agree with too is is that, uh, and <laughs> I don't want to say I don't you know that I wish we had more boobs in movies, but I you know. There was a time when we were when we were growing up that that you're right. You look at the cover and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to see boobs in this." And there aren't many movies like that anymore. And now I kind of get, you know, I I get why I understand why actresses are are less willing to do it now or whatever. But it's really unrealistic when when they show a couple having sex and the girl still has her bra on because if you know anything about a woman they don't want to keep their bra on all night long they don't sleep in them you know it's very it it, you know it's not like i'm but it it would be better if they just had the bra off and and the sheet over or something like that or just didn't show the scene at all but you know it just isn't that realistic when when like you know it, it in the it was the opposite problem in that one movie we watched where all the guys still had their clothes on <laughs> the right. women were all naked but it just you know get them both in the same state of disrobe all right mm-hmm. can't can't we have that at least um but anyway i digress you're not asking for much no i'm not asking for much no, no. uh but i i did you know the whole part where she's hiding in the room and and then gets locked in the room and he walks in 
I thought that was pretty good. The, all of the yeah. business where he's carrying the bodies out down that hill and, and everything. Uh, yeah. And then the guys, and then the guys in town walking, talking about how there was one more girl who showed or two more girls that showed up or whatever. And, and he just happened to overhear it. And he's like, Ooh, I better get back up there, you know? Um, and then all of the coincidences that caused the, the, the doctor to come back and, and go up there. It was all because he, and it was that scene where he was driving and stopped on the side of the road and just gets rear ended out of nowhere. I was like, what the heck? But that is what that, if that hadn't happened, he wouldn't have been at the gas station to hear about, you know, the girl being stuck up there or whatever. So, mm -hmm. uh, I, it was okay. I'm, it, it was a bit, a lot of these were a bit giallo. In fact, I think at least three of them were very giallo influenced, I think. And, oh, yeah. uh, but I, I think this one was the most giallo of any of them for well, this sure. Is a, this is a giallo film. This is yeah, absolutely right. I well, that's true. Giallo. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Not great. I'm not, uh, again, I'm, I'm, I, for whatever reason, I wish I, I know some, a lot of people are really into giallos and I, I just, I can't get into them. I don't know what it is. I, and I love foreign oh, films, for you, man. Oh, there's, there's some out Everybody there. Everybody says that. And I watch them and I'm like, eh, but, <laughs> um, I like some of the modern takes on giallo, like, uh, knife plus heart. I don't know if you saw that a few years oh, yeah. ago that came out. I really enjoyed that a lot, but, but some of the, like the seventies giallos, I just, it's hard for me to get into them for, I don't know why. No, they're very, they're very specific in their style. They are. What definitely. about you? Mark? Let's jump in with you. Mark. Who did you say? Oh, Mark. 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 Yeah, you, oh, you kind of cut I out when you, you said that. You cut out. Name. I didn't oh, hear you. Sorry. Yeah, Mark. What, what, what's your take on uh, Torso? Yeah. yeah, Torso, 1973. Uh, this was a surprising, interesting film for me, actually. Um, I enjoyed this movie for the cat and mouse uh, game inside of the house when um, he's cutting up you know, her best friends and with that saw um, and she's watching it and she's covering her ears because she's hearing her best friends being sawed into pieces to be carried out in a bag to be buried. And he locks the door and it's, it's it, kind of Hitchcockian in, in a way, just in that premise. Um, yeah. Uh, the pacing for me was a little slow, but um, all in all, a, a pretty uh, decent film. Um I mean, for the time this film was made, I mean, I, it, it's pretty gruesome, I, I believe, in 1973. Um, I felt the women were a little bit blasé. They didn't really have uh, interest. They weren't, they weren't interesting characters. Um, they didn't, like, really stick out to me besides their breasts. Um, I, did, I didn't really care for them that much. Um, Joe's laughing, but, hey, that's fine. Yeah, they, yeah, they just need a little bit, you know, like give them a little pep, you know, like a little personality. Um, uh, the guy who uh, found the body, uh, his uh, reason for finding the body because he had to take a shit. I don't know if that was uh, in any of your notes, but I don't even know if he actually said it, but I believe he said it. I had to def defecate or something. Yeah. So that, that was yeah. kind of funny. Um, but all in all, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was that sleazy, but, um, 
No, no, it was sleazy. It was sleazy. Seriously, dude, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, it was. That, yeah, it was very, it was very, it, was a, it, was a, it bordered on misogyny pretty well, you know. A yeah. Lot of, yeah, most of these did, some more than yeah. others, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. and and the milkman, you know, I mean, God, I, I, when he came up to uh, the house on the hill and and uh, all these ladies are just topless, naked, you know, just hanging out. Uh, I'm like, oh my God, it's like cue the porn music. Um, but no, I, I, I did enjoy it though. I enjoyed it. Nice. Joe, of course, now you uh, Joe. That's it. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, it was okay. I enjoyed it. I have some of my notes are, this is the weirdest opening to a movie I've ever seen in my life where some guy is photographing an orgy with a creepy doll with no eyes, um, set the easy listening flute music. That was just, you know, I'd never seen that before. I haven't, I haven't um, seen that one the, either. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a lot of debate between whether scarves are red on black or black on red, but it all looked like the same scarf to me. And yeah. I never realized how effective of a killing device or instrument that they are because the first girl that he killed with that scarf died really, really quick. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was surprised. Yeah, she did. There was an, there was another part in there where I was also really confused what I was watching. And again, this is in that. I, I agree with you guys. The first hour of this movie was a slog, but after that, it really picked up, okay. but there's a scene where, I, I didn't know if it was a concert or an orgy or just a drug den. I'm like, I don't know what I'm watching. It's just a guy playing guitar with another fl flute player and a topless dancer and a bunch of people having sex around. Um, They're it, all high, right? I think so. I mean, it seemed more like a drug den and people just sort of did whatever they wanted to. Yeah. But it did end up with a really funny motorcycle fail, kind of like the last episode that we watched when the guy flipped through the mud. Right on his motorcycle, yeah, trying yeah, to chase yeah. The girl running, yeah. Out. yeah. Um, I again, I know this is a an Italian film, and the version that I watched was dubbed, but it in the instances where they were speaking Italian and you could hear it, the the Italian didn't even seem to match up with their lips, and that got even weirder when somebody was playing piano and the piano didn't match the music either. So yeah. I don't. There's like a transposition after transposition after transposition so it was odd um the i i know i'm gonna spoil this a lot but who cares this was from 1973 you're fine you're fine yeah i just i just want to make sure i'm i'm understanding this right so as a kid this guy sees um a kid dying because he's trying to grab for a doll and the the kid falls off the cliff, right? And because of that, now he has a thing against dolls, and he can't have sex with women. Yeah, and well, and those the other pushed the kid over. The girl pushed right, right. Yeah. But the killer he witnesses all this. He didn't yeah. do it. He just witnessed all this, and now all of a sudden he hates dolls and women, and he and women can't have sex with them. So no. these other uh, these other two supermodels in italy who uh, that come on that entire art class was just filled with supermodels just, what are the odds but anyway so they find out about this and they hold it they blackmail them uh, or is that the motive is that yeah i get this right yeah okay 
it just seemed like a weird motive. Um, and then the only thing in the ending that really bothered me was the very ending. And I rewound it and watched it like three times when she doesn't know who survived the melee and it's really dark and misty out and she can see a figure come walking back towards her and she's not sure if it's the hero or the villain. Okay. The first like 20 steps that he takes, it's the villain. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they cut back to her and then it's, Oh, now it's the hero. Oh, I think we're seeing what, I think we're seeing what she, what she thinks she's seeing. So I, I, yeah, I think it's, you know, I didn't have a problem with that because I think it it was just them showing what she thinks she's seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I I, yeah. I think she needs to get some glasses because that was the killer. <laughs> so. Well, let's go to another killer, shall we? Um, the next film is next in release was 1981, Eyes of a Stranger. This features Lauren Tews from Love Boat fame and, of course, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, who's kind of, you know, a thing. Um, a hell of an actress. John DeSanti plays Stanley Herbert. It's directed by Ken Widerhorn, who also did Return of the Living Dead. Um, I actually really like this film a lot. I, I think it's I think there's a creepy factor about it because most of these films, there's a mystery involved. You you know, we know who the killer is the whole time. We know who he is. And but no one else seems to believe this. It's about a reporter who suspects the, uh, her neighbor across the building. They live in this high rise condo thing. She thinks he's a killer, like strangling women. And, you know, in an effort to like, here's the thing about this movie that I love. I love that, that they have her protecting her sister because a lot of times mm-hmm. you see these, these families like going to, Oh, I'm going to go pick at this school. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go protect the kids. Meanwhile, their kids are at home just getting into trouble and causing it's like, they always do the thing that you're like, you're not protecting your kids. You're doing the wrong thing, but that's mm-hmm. human nature. Unfortunately, that's how a lot of people are. So there's a little bit of that in this, but I, what I liked about it, I it's creepy film. And, and honestly, Jennifer Jason Lee is really good in this. It's a damn good performance on her part. And it's, I, I don't know. I liked it. I like the fact that it was just a guy that, you know, your normal average everyday guy that, and that's, I think in, in a weird way, this was a tad more realistic than most of these slasher movies are. Honestly, that's my take on that one. Let's start with you, Joe. I really enjoyed this film. And I, part of the reason is something you already pointed out is that we know who the killer is the whole time. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It's great. Cause now we, we can stop worrying about that and just enjoy a good old fashioned slasher film. Mm-hmm. And, um, boy, that Jane, she's a real pushy anchor lady. Isn't she? <laughs> um, she's not going to let anybody cut her off. I mean, nope. she's somebody we need to have on this podcast and let Mark try to interrupt her. <laughs> see what happens to Mark after that. Probably wind up with a black eye. Yeah. Um, I do have a question about Jennifer Jason Lee's character. Mm-hmm. So she's basically Helen Keller. No, no, she, she was, she, she was deaf. She's deaf and deaf and blind because of a, tra- because of an incident. Yeah. Yes. Uh, right. So, yes. yeah, so it basically was a traumatic event that led to that and just kind of. Right. Right. But my question is, she is, uh, there's a scene where she's got like a laundry basket. How does she sort colors and do laundry? 
No, I don't. I never sort colors. I mean, Lauren. I, I at least sort darks and lights. Her. Maybe Lauren sets it for her and says, okay, these on the top. I, they they have to do that all the time. Blind people have to do that. So I know, and I'm totally. I'm. This is not a joke or anything. It it sparked a question in my head. Well, I'm like, I mean, God, I wonder how how do they do that? I'll be honest, Mark. I, I don't. Mark's raising his hand. Yeah, yeah I, um, I, I, how does she? If she's uh, blind and deaf for so long when she was like so young, how how does she know how to make a cup of coffee? Well, they be taught to do. You taught how blind. to do all this. Blind, blind and deaf. Yeah. You can. It's not that hard. You, they they can be taught that stuff. There's they they do they teach yeah. them how to do that. that I totally yeah. get. It's called separating the colors. I don't get. Yeah, I yeah. They they spend a lot of time talking or uh, teaching uh, blind and deaf uh, people how to do. I mean, everyday tasks. everyday tasks. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's right. not that. That was a, a shockingly true life portrayal of someone in that position really shocking especially for a slasher film uh i did notice this is tom savini makeup yeah. in this film which is great the uh matt had the same question but i got called on first so i'm going to beat him to it uh the killer was played by was it john tom no all right matt who was it john killer John DeSanti? Yeah, John DeSanti. Yeah, was is yeah. is he really? We were all wondering, we got to ask we got to ask Vincent if he's any sort of relation. Yeah. <laughs> Very well could be. Yeah, it's I think spelled the, the same way. Right. It's spelled yeah. the same it, way. It could yeah. be it's his dad. <laughs> and again, I don't and I will say this in every single movie that it happens, why in the hell do they have to kill the damn dog? I know, right? Yeah. Leave the dogs alone. I know. Keep in mind though that was that was still pretty early then I, yeah, I know 1981 yeah i mean now I, all the time and i did really no dog is a real threat okay. um that's still it's no excuse anyway i do the last note that i have is i really liked the jump scare at the end when he thought he was we thought the killer was dead and jennifer jason lee's back in the bathroom and whole mirror shattering thing i really like that so that um yeah this was i'd never seen it before this is a fantastic film i liked it nice. a lot nice who's next uh uh joe or not not joe sorry matt you want to go the there? other joe sure uh yeah I, I like this one a lot i thought this was you know very sleazy a uh, borderline almost like offensive at times a little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. um and the whole idea of Je the jennifer jason lee thing i mean he's he is a creepy killer too and that beginning the opening i don't i guess it's kind of a it was a cold open where that whole sequence when he follows the girl home and then and then calls from a payphone calling her that whole part there i thought looked great i loved the shots of the payphone i loved i i thought this movie looked good i thought it, it was shot i thought it was shot very well i thought um I, I was actually very surprised by how well this looked. Although the director, it's not surprising knowing the director, but at the same time, like just because this is not, this is a forgotten hidden sort of hidden gem, I think. And it is, it but is. it's, it's definitely creepy. It's definitely a borderline misogyny on, uh, on this, but again, it, it, you know, that's kind of the point, the killer, you know, and, and, Lauren Tews, I think, plays a very pretty strong woman. You know, pretty yeah. strong. She's, She's an anchor woman, and she, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
and I, when I was a little kid, I, I had a bit of a crush on her from uh, the the Love Boat, and also she she was Who in didn't? this she was in a, mo- a TV movie called Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders, um, the porno. No, a, no, it was a TV <laughs> movie called oh. the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders, not Debbie Does Dallas. Oh, um, damn. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I thought it was it was good, kind of a cat and mouse uh, thing, and and a little rear window again. Uh, aspect to it it's nasty a little exploitive um kind of creepy I, th- I i liked this one i thought that and i thought that the killer was really intimidate like an intimidating presence and just a not he was he was the kind of killer you don't want to run into you know like a lot of these killers there's either have some reason for doing what they're doing or whatever and this guy was just a you know, you didn't know anything about him, which I, I liked that better. And, uh, but I, I, I liked the, the kind of cat and mouse aspect too, where she was watching him do stuff and, and he doesn't realize it. So, and I, like Joe said, I, I did enjoy the fact we did, we knew who the killer was pretty much from the beginning. We knew exactly who it was. We see him at the beginning. I mean, you see him. So, yeah. um, and I, one thing I did wonder though, is I thought it was a bit of a coincidence that he is the same guy who attacked. I'm assuming he's the same guy who attacked. I do you think? Think so. I was wondering that too. I don't think so. I think it's just okay. it's never really made clear. I I just took it as you. I mean that shit happened all the time back then. So I just right. assumed it was that's a true. I I thought for some reason I thought it was the same, and I think in the description. Let me look, but I th- believe in the description. No, I guess not. Yeah. Um, but I, but they they never show the guy, and it almost looks like the same guy in the car when when Jennifer Jason Lee's young. But anyway, good movie. I thought this was this was probably my maybe my favorite of the bunch. Maybe nice. it's competitive with another one, but I this probably might have been my favorite. Okay, uh, I'm Mark. Uh, yeah, of course I'm going to like this, uh, film because, uh, one of the writers of this film also wrote Friday the 13th part two. So gotta love that. Um, I, I, I love the killer. Um, it is, it's, it's nice where there's no red herrings, you know who the killer is. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's basically how is Julie from the love boat, you know, going to solve the, or, uh, you know. Catch the killer. That, that was fun. Um, I, I I didn't like, and I know it's sleazy. It's you know this is the topic, but I didn't like this young Jennifer Jason Lee, um, basically almost being raped and getting her yeah. shirt torn apart and all that. I mean, I she was born in 1962, and this came out in 19- she was 19. She was 19 years old, and yeah. I'm just and like, what she are you looked, doing? She looked younger because she was- She, she was, looked 15. She, this was, I think, around the same time as Fast Times, and yeah. she- A year before. Yeah, and so and she was cast in both of those movies because she was of age but looked younger. So the whole thing was a bit creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I also watched, uh, I went on YouTube, and I, uh, I like to- Find reviews so Cisco and uh, Ebert, you know, reviewing these old films, and uh, Cisco actually enjoyed this film. He actually oh, wow. loved. He actually enjoyed uh, hmm. 
the director and you know his artistic views. Oh. Unfortunately, he didn't. He he couldn't recommend it because it was so sleazy and it was so you know yeah. bloody and at the end. But he was uh, rec- you know recommending this director, and uh, he did research on it. And it's a PBS uh, who did. Uh, director who did like documentaries on PBS. Oh, wow. And so, and Cisco was saying like, I get it. You know, he's trying to get into the movie industry. And unfortunately these directors, these talented directors have to basically do a horror film to, you know, try to do his own, you know, projects. And, you know, unfortunately that's the case, but I mean, I, 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 I thought the movie was just fine. Just fine. Um, well, Cisco and Ebert were known to trash every single song. Yeah, yeah, so you can't yeah. take them seriously when it came to these. You can't. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we yeah, we discussed uh Cisco and Ebert, you know, just yeah. bashing on these films, but it, yeah. it's it, it was it was interesting because he kept talking and Ebert even uh was enjoying the film too, but said it was just too violent and it was unnecessary. And I do agree it was unnecessary. Uh, with Jennifer Jason Lee. Also, they brought that up. And they that they didn't even know who she was. They just said that right. poor young girl, you yeah. know. And uh, but yeah, it's 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 a great film. I I I really enjoyed it. And yeah, that guy is creepy looking, man. It's like yeah. a John Wayne Gacy kind of spectacle, yeah. you know, this Dude. average guy. Yeah, but yeah, you gotta it looked like a serial killer. It looked like a zero killer. Absolutely, zero. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the glasses. Yeah. It had the serial oh glasses. And the yeah. hair, the hair Whoa. piece yeah. kind of thing going on. And he was like gray and kind of like a glossy kind of complexion. God, he's oh, big. Really? Yeah. Like, big, dude, boy. Yeah. yeah. big boy. Yeah. Big yeah. boy. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, yeah. I'm glad. What did you think of it? I, I already said I love this movie. I absolutely yeah. Love this movie. I think it's a smart film, and I think it's a when I I I I was watching it, and I, I was definitely God. This is certainly sleazy, but I do think I don't know. I think it weirdly made it a little more effective because this felt like a real dude. It didn't feel like a mass killer. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The performances were so good that you're like, especially from Lauren and Jennifer and this that that guy. You were just like, ooh, this is, it's funny. I just, uh, for the first time, interviewed Jennifer Jason Lee about a few months back with her new series, uh, Hunters, which she was on. Mm. And I, I, I had to mention this movie. I said, you know, the first, I, I kind of fell in love with you when I saw A Stranger's, uh, uh, um, nah, you know. Well, Eyes wait, of a Stranger. Eyes of a Stranger. When, um, when I was a kid, and she's like, oh my God, that was my first film. And she actually had mm. a good reaction to it i was i was impressed i was impressed she seemed to have good experience with it so good on that note good for her good for her i'm i, I hope people see it. it's a good film seek it out seriously mm-hmm. now you want to get even more sleazy let's get sleazy um following up that same year because there's a lot of slasher movies i almost picked one from that same period which was even far worse than all of these guys and i just i couldn't do it i didn't want to watch it again but i went with night school now this is a interesting one directed by ken hughes uh featuring a young rachel ward um and featuring um leonard mann who did a lot of these pretty decent actor um this is basically a guess what another slasher killer is haunting a uh, or slashing up girls at a girls school uh police don't know what to do and they's collecting their heads um i we weirdly enough i was 
I, I think this is probably the sleaziest, maybe the one of the sleaziest of the ones on this list. Um, maybe. That, uh, yeah. I nothing. don't know. There's one other <laughs> that I think is sleazy. Oh, we haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah. yeah. We well, that's true. That is. True. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that is the sleaziest, but there's a reason for it. It works. This one, I, I, I like the, I did. Now this is absolutely gallo hardcore inspired. This is, this is, if you're going to call it, a, I, I think you could call this a gallo film. It's just American gallo. I think it really is. It's, I love the opening scene. Like with the with the little the playground and the girl sitting on the little whatever the thing is, um, I I I kind of like the killer. I kind of thought it was interesting. I I think it's a well made film, uh, but I, I the soapiness of it kind of gets a little tedious. And and especially why do you have to every everyone in this is just horrible <laughs> except for the cop everybody's horrible the te- the teacher the, the the professor the 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 woman in charge everyone's just awful so you're kind of like who do i root for in this who do i root for but i i i kind of like it i still like this flick it's a uh, maybe it's nostalgia but i, I think it's kind of cool and yes there is the beheadings and nudity so yeah you will this is sleazy baby um mark let's do you in this one uh, why why did the detective have to have a wife in this uh film? Uh, he uh, it, it's this whole movie started off. They're supposed to go to the beach, you know, take a walk, you know, across the beach or something like that. And then he gets a phone call, and he says, "Oh, I'll reschedule it. I'll, I'll see you um that night." I don't think we saw the wife ever again. Did no, we, we didn't. Just, never saw her again. <laughs> So why why even have her in it? You know, it it was just ridiculous. You know, get a phone call. Hey, I gotta go see a, a you know the murder site. You know, see a beheading. There was no point of her. I kept on going. Where is she? Is she ever gonna show up or pop up? No, no, nothing. Um, one of the cooler knives in uh, horror movies I've seen in a long time. Um, maybe Joe knows what it is. I don't. I don't know what it is, but it's kind of like a curved. It looks like a kind of like a sickle knife. In a way, it's bent, but it looks sharp as hell. Um, great motorcycle, great uh, motorcycle chase at the end. Um, I really liked it. And uh, but um, I, my favorite scene, I think, was in the diner when um, the owner is uh, serving these two construction guys soup, and we're looking <laughs> for a head to pop yeah. out somewhere. Yeah. And it was so much fun. And I'm laughing. It wasn't tense at all for me. I'm just going, is it in there? Nope, not yeah. in there. Oh, is <laughs> yeah. it in there? Nope, not in there. Covered open. Oh, not in there. Oh, he's dumping the soup out really yep. slowly. And I'm going, where's the head? Because they found hair in it. Yeah. yeah. Where's, where's the head? Not in there. And then, then, of course, it was in the sink, but uh, it was... I, I just loved that scene. I was I was giggling all the way through it. Um, um, I, I I did like this film. Um, the kills were absolutely ridiculous. I don't know who was dying or who was what was wrong with the women's voices, but they were all dubbed over. Mm. Um, and like the one with in the aquarium, and she's getting slashed up. She's like, "Get away!" Yeah, no. Stop! Get away! I'm like, who is dubbing this? It's like it's like the, the actress was worse than the dubbing. 
Um, but I love the fact that the head went into the aquarium. It's going down and it hit the sea turtle. I mean, Peter's got to be going crazy if they saw this, if it was released now. And then the turtle takes a bite. It was just fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I enjoyed the film. Unfortunately, I knew who the killer was fairly. It's you know, obvious. It's it obvious. obvious. It wasn't going to be the professor. He was too much of an asshole. But what really pissed me off was why, like, why when they were, like, fighting at the end, they were fighting, and then all of a sudden the professor, is, they do the switch up, and he's in the leather outfit with the motorcycle helmet, and he's leading them off in a chase why is he doing that? She's pregnant. He doesn't want the baby. Why not just turn her in? Like, I, 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 I don't understand that. Like, why why that change happened where he got on the motorcycle and took him off? Can but, I, well, can I, I mean, I don't, I didn't get the sense that he didn't want the baby. He never says that. He, he wasn't was, happy about that. He was, he was a playboy well, professor. He didn't want to get tied down with the, with the baby. I don't know baby. if we ever heard him say he didn't want it. Yeah, I never heard. No. I, I didn't get that impression. Yeah, I didn't get no, that. I agree I didn't with either. you, but I didn't get that. Well, impression. I mean, there was probably yeah, there was probably subtleties there that, but he never said that specifically. But Mm-mm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there was. I like, read it all in the eyes. He was like, "Fuck." Fair enough. Fair enough. Mark's like, "I've been there." <laughs> <laughs> um. No, no, but I, uh, but and uh, the peeping Tom. Um, my opinion is that that peeping Tom was a super size of Peter Dinklage. I couldn't get it out of my head. He looked like a larger Peter Dinklage, the face and whatnot. So, oh yeah, he did. I thought that too. He actually. did, right? Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Agreed. no, I I enjoyed it. Nice, nice. Uh, let's jump into uh, Matt on this. Let's jump into Matt. Hey, watch out. Yep. Um, feet first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, can, I can't wait for this joke to die with feet. I really can't. I want to feel those I toes. I wasn't in my even chest. thinking that. Oh, yeah. Toes. Uh, toes, toes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, one thing I thought is, you know, if you're clanging your knife on a cage while you're walking, that, that is probably not the best thing for sharpness if you're trying to chop off heads and stuff. Um, the waitress could not run, that poor girl. She had a really difficult time getting away from this killer. <laughs> a really difficult time. Um, they did a pretty good job of disguising the sex of the killer though, because I, I kind of thought early on, but then I like, they did a pre- I don't know if they had a guy playing the killer under the costume or what, but at times, but they did a pretty good job until towards the end. Then it became fairly obvious who was underneath there. Um, that jacket was puffing out in areas that, that, um, that wouldn't have, um, I wondered how the killer got the head into the toilet because there was the girl was in the bed and, and, and remember that, that sleazy, the, the professor who was the woman who was like trying to protect the girl, but she really just wanted to get her in her own bed. She goes downstairs and gets killed. But then how did her head wind up in the toilet, which is attached to the bedroom? 
I think this is what I think. I think that the teacher, the professor probably drugged her up so she would pass out. Oh. And so she probably passed out. That's that's I I, th- I thought Maybe. that too. I'm like I, we you... just didn't see her fall asleep or wake up. I don't recall, you know, but well, we thought she was asleep in that scene. She's like woke up, like in that scene. She kind of whoa, oh, she woke up. So oh, she, she did at some point. I, I guess I, I missed. I guess I missed that. Yeah. I don't. I don't think yeah. she drugged her. I think yeah, she, she just kind of fell asleep. asleep. Yeah, and why was that phone so far like down the stairs and yeah. it was just ringing? Like, yeah. well, I she, well, I mean, maybe I mean she, didn't. she went down five fucking flights or something like that. She had a giant spiral staircase. Yeah. yeah. Winds down. Yeah, yeah, it was way down there. Yeah. I'm surprised she heard it. It was so far away. Yeah. I'm surprised cool. somebody fucking that. waited. Oh, she said it was her office phone, though. Oh, oh. that's right. Yeah, yeah she that's did. right. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like the main line. Um, right. Also, when they block off, the cops are on one end of the street and they're blocked him off on the other end of the street when he's trying to get away on the motorcycle. The guy's shooting and there's co- his partners are on the other end of the street. That that's probably not the greatest thing to be doing. I'm sure that was a, a note of Joe's. And then uh, that ending prank that the, the sidekick cop was something else. That guy, uh, I, I would have asked for a new partner real early on because that guy was had horrible jokes and the final prank he did i'm surprised it didn't get him killed amazing, amazing. that's my, that was my favorite part I'm like yeah oh, that was hilarious. Ever. those goofy boston cops oh, yeah. those guys, i tell you and, and they was, were laughing what and was they were the, laughing the 70s Just... and early 80s obsession with like italian <laughs> guys there's tons of italian like guys in those 70s and early 80s movies and tv well shows. that's what boston's known for not the overpopulated irish i guess it's yeah, always the italians <laughs> yeah um fucking italians i i kept thinking on that final prank it would have been hilarious if the the detective in the front whipped out his gun and shot a hole in that helmet. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Guy in the back seat just grazed it. You know, he survived, and then they'd get a big joke out of it. Yeah, gee. Uh, uh, so, fun. yeah, I did this one. I, I, it, it was definitely very Jello inspired. To the whole, ki- the killer's whole outfit looked very Jello. Oh, and, yeah. um, and of course the kind of switcheroo that goes on with it, I guess, but. Not, not my favorite of the bunch. It, it was okay. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Joe, what about you? Uh, we're forgetting to point out one major thing. Rachel Ward. Well, yeah, yeah. She She's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yeah. She looks like she could use a cup of Matt's Java. What? <laughs> you but, need my uh, Java. Who's Rachel Ward? Yeah. She, what? Was the she was the killer. Main, she was the girl. The girl. The girl. Yeah, she, Against all odds, she was she was in Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Never seen it. You saw Final Terror. We just did that on this show. Yeah, one about the rafting. Where uh, Uh, wasn't she the Thorn Birds? That TV series that was massive. She was in Against All Odds. Yeah, Against All Odds. Jeff Ridges. Jeff Ridges. Wow, really? You've never seen a Rachel? You you you've definitely seen Rachel. I think she might. No. I guess second. It, if she's in this movie terror. could have been just an hour and a half for her reading the phone book, and I would have been happy. With that. <laughs> I know. Well, I got I got to tell you some of the stuff she's done, dude. Because there's no way. Go on, Joe. I'm gonna. I'm just doing research. Yeah, she was. She was um, big in the '80s and '90s and '90s. Dude. I guess. Yeah. I I like Dark the machine. opening. 
Oh yeah, Sharky's Burt Reynolds. Oh, Sharky's yeah. Machine. Never Edmund seen Gilbert it. Plaid. Never seen it. We you gotta watch that movie. Mark oh only God. watched Top Gun for about half of the eighties. <laughs> Top Gun until I, I the Lost Boys God, came never, out, and I, then obviously yeah. I've never oh. seen a Rachel Ward film. I, <laughs> you, you, so it's so upsetting. I'm sorry. Like, After Dark, Any. With never Jason seen Patrick. it. Damn it. You know you who guys, Jason Patrick is. Yeah, I know who Jason Patrick is. Fucking Lost, <laughs> Lost Boys. They did the follow-up to Lost Boys. He did that after Lost Boys. You see, you should see it. You'll like it. It's good. Never seen it. Okay. Um, I like the opening death, but I do have a question, and it made me kind of question this whole film, like who really was the killer? But I don't understand the motives of the original girls that are killed, like the merry-go-round girl and the scuba girl. I they mean, were all having relations. They were all sleeping with the professor, mm-hmm. and she knew about it every time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just i they I didn't see where they established a relationship between the teacher who was on the merry-go-round at the very beginning. No, they with the she professor was in the class. She was in the class, and they they hinted at it. Well, she was okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. I want to bring this up just this has it's not specific to this movie, but it's something that I've just had a question about for decades. Shower scenes. Every time somebody gets into a shower in the movie, the, they, they get all their clothes off. They step into the shower and they turn the faucets on. Mm-hmm. How in the hell does that happen? Yeah, exactly. Because I know if I were to do that, I would go running screaming because the water would be ice cold. Right. You got to <laughs> turn it on and let it's it warm true. up for a bit. And then you can go in. That's it's true. Yeah, that's true. That was a hell and, of a shower though. You got to admit. And that was my other note is that is one bizarre shower with all the body paint and stuff that they were putting on each yeah. other. It was <laughs> weird. Oh, yeah, I was just was thinking weird. of the pressure, just how much pressure and how well, that too. Yeah. I was like, man, oh. I'd like to take a shower in that fucking thing. I know. You turn it on, you get that type of pressure yeah. and that type of heat. Oh, the yeah. ultimate shower. Man. Yeah. Body paint. So, I mean, hey, that's cool. Yeah. Was yeah. it body paint but I, or was it something else? I thought was, I don't know what it was. I thought it was a strawberry I, was it at first, food? but I have no idea. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, because he was, he was like, it was like pomade or something like that. Well, he was putting mm. it on, but he was like kissing it too. So, I thought it was food. It was based yeah. on the ritual I don't know. Things, so whatever the ritual that they're yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've done like uh, I, I've done the edible chocolate thing where you smear it all over the chick and you eat the chocolate, but it tastes oh, like God, shit. TMI, it's TMI. Horrible. Tastes yeah, horrible. So anyway, Sweet I digest. Um, <laughs> so the scuba girl, I agree. She didn't exactly scream very much when she was attacked. No. That kind of threw me off. When the killer is at the restaurant killing the waitress and he cuts the power. I thought it was funny that the refrigerator light stayed on <laughs> when the, you know, the whole power in the entire block, oh, yeah. the entire building goes out, but yet the refrigerator light's still on. And the next morning when the restaurant owner comes in with those two other guys and they, you know, Hey, just, we'll take care of the mess. You go make us some food. That is a magical restaurant that could make coffee in like 10 seconds and heat up stew to the point of boiling and like, Five. Yeah, so right, yeah. that all along facts, with the all facts probably probably the uh you get that stuff at the same place you get the shower pressure yeah exactly. um the cops when they go to interrogate gary the peeping tom guy uh they i don't think that's exactly by the book i don't think you can just sort of kick yourself into his apartment and start you know slapping him around and interrogating him there 
You know, that was a little uh, off book, if you ask me. Um, Yeah, I guess that was my last note is, oh, and of course, what Matt said is that uh, um, the motorcycle helmet in the garage, the the last scene, the little bit with the detective, I thought was hilarious. I would have loved to have seen somebody get their head blown off playing a joke like that. (laughs) That would have been funny. Anyway, Mark, watch a Rachel Ward movie. She's hot. I guess. No, one more thing I'd like to add is at the end. I mean, obviously, he knows that she's the killer. And she's walking down a funeral and he's going, is that it? It's like, basically, you're done killing people? And, you know, she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done mourning or something like that. And he knows he's the killer. And he just lets her off the hook. And then it's the joke at the end. Well, I don't know. Get more evidence, something like that. Well, because, well, that's double jeopardy. I mean, someone's been. It's, they know who did the crime, and he's dead. So it's 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 done. Yeah. That's law is messy. Law is really messy, and unfortunately, that's probably true. <laughs> it's it's and it's just with that end joke. He's just laughing. He's like, "Yeah, there's still that uh, fucking maniac. She's still out there," and he's just laughing. And it's just a joke, and it just ends. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck. <laughs> fair enough though okay well i think let's we're still going sleazy i i you know i was going to do it from the beginning to the end but i think i'm saving the best for last so i'm going to skip ahead to 1988's hide and go shriek this is a movie um it's directed by skip Skuldick. um it stars bunky jones bunky it's Britain, Brit, Brit, Britain Fry, Annette Sinclair, my favorite George Thomas. He was amazing. Donna Bar, I can't, I can't see that name. Um, Donna Baltron, a bunch of kids get stuck in their, um, you know, they will. Oh, Sean, Sean, what's his name? Sean, Sean Canaan. His dad has an apartment, a uh, furniture store. They think it'd be fun to spend the night after co- high school because. That's what people do, I guess. There's a serial killer in the store. Oh, my God. What can happen? Well, a lot does happen. Now, this is an interesting film because I kind of liked it a lot when it first came out. I was kind of like, I remember seeing it young, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's kind of cheesy. Um, I still like it, but it's really bad. It's a it's not a good film. Uh, it perhaps has the most annoying character I've seen in a long in a while. And and that's um yeah, she's just she doesn't take well to the situation at hand. She does not take well. And she's we all have to suffer through her crying and her, you know, incessant screaming and was not a great performance. Let's just say that. Uh I don't know. I I it's weird. Like it's not a good film, but I kind of love it. I guess that's this is my so bad it's good. I enjoyed it. And and I there's something about it. There's moments that are like, this is cool. This is cool. I like the her being even though it was really and this one's super sleazy, by the way. This one's really I, I felt kind of dirty watching that. Is one of the minutes that is cool that you're pointing out the Chinese fire drill that takes place eleven minutes into the film? Oh hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Joe, that was something. We all right. Um so I love the opening, uh, the very opening when he, the killer, or whoever is driving his car, 
down the road looking at prostitutes. And I was wondering, are there always that many prostitutes that hang out outside of the store called OK Toys? <laughs> Did you see that that was across the Probably street? Probably not. OK Toys. <laughs> um, Sean Kanan of you know Karate Kid Part 3 fame. This is his second film. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how one of the characters boasts about his new haircut costing $6. And that's supposed to be impressive. I, I wrote yeah. in here later on that I don't think this movie had a script. Um, <laughs> it I, might not. I love I, when they were discussing when the owner of the furniture store is walking out with his assistant or coworker or whatever, and they discuss that um, new unbreakable glass window, all I could think of is, hmm, I wonder if that's going to come into play later on <laughs> in the film. For sure enough. For yeah. sure enough. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It does. Um, I love, here's an actual line from the film. You're stupid jerk face. So that's excellent writing. Um, when the killer is drowning one of those girls in the sink, I noticed he keeps plunging her head up and down, kind of like he's trying to unclog a toilet. That just seemed a little unnecessary. Just hold the head down under the surface of the water and, he'd be fine. Uh, I know it was explained in the film that there were mannequins in this furniture store, but I still think that's just an alarming amount of mannequins (laughs) to have in any furniture store. And I think the fight scenes were worse than the sex scenes. Um, I do have a note in here that says, I love the close up shot of the killer's tattooed foot. I wonder if Mark likes it too. He did. Um, Yeah. And then this, this is great. So uh, the character's name is Judy Ramtees. And (laughs) she decides that when she has sex for the first time, she wants it to be special. And her way of making it special is to do a striptease. Because what else does every 16 year old girl do for the first time? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And I love the death of the killer. I hope I'm not spoiling it for anybody, but it's when they meet their untimely demise by accidentally yep. slipping in a pool of blood and falling down an elevator. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. That's, that's how I like to wrap up all my movies. So anyway, it was like you said, a movie. It was a movie. Mm-hmm. Sure was. Uh, I think I'm going to say Mark, I'm saving you for last on this one. There's a reason Matt, <laughs> going with you. Uh oh boy, this was a chore to get through this one. Um <laughs> this is something. Um so your favorite of the five then, right? Oh, by far, yeah. Uh yeah, the I, I wrote about the fire drill too. And also they had sex with champagne glasses. And then they they I think they lifted the oh, covers yeah. and they still had the champagne glasses. I'm like, how is this happening? You gotta set those down, but they obviously didn't. Uh what the the boy that the one girl wants to have sex with looks like he's about 13 years old. The, the yes. one, the nerdier boy, he looks like he's literally 13 years old and yeah. she looked, she looked young too, but, um, and the guys are just there to facilitate these girls getting naked. That was all. Um, uh, the dude, that one dude oh, looked like, little dude action too there's a little na- naked for the women and, and the gay guys too i, I guess mean. a little bit i guess so uh dude uh that one dude looks like max headroom <laughs> with the he- with the the 
sunglasses on the $6 that he won't, haircut. Yeah, the six dollar haircut. He he won't take his sunglasses off. Even well, she finally makes him take her sun his sunglasses off. Yeah. Uh, there was a point at one point when he goes looking for the killer go, going up the stairs. They play. It sounds very close to the Halloween theme song. It was very close at one point. Um, it, it was, you know, borderline a complete ripoff. Um, but it. But then they didn't bring it back again after that. So I don't know. But um, yeah, this I, I. It was hard to watch too because it was just so the. The, I don't know if it was just the version I watched, but it was terrible. Like it was just, it it looked like it was just a, a made for TV edit or something because it was just a square. It wasn't a full wide screen and which obviously it couldn't be because there was nudity, but maybe it was a made for HBO version or something, but it was, it was I think the movie was a straight to video. If I'm not mistaken, mm. I think it was a, Went so it was it was yeah. formatted for television uh yeah. for a tv screen back in those days mm-hmm. and it looked terrible like the the copy of it was just grain not grainy in a good way at all it needs it obviously it's probably needs uh somebody like vinegar syndrome or one of those places to make a uh make a 4k version of this, which they do. They, they, they vinegar syndrome. And what are the other ones? Um, I can't remember, but a lot of those, those video companies will, will take a horrible movie like this and give it like a 4k treatment with, with, uh, special features and commentary and everything. So it would be interesting to see that for this, but yeah, I would buy it. I I would not, but I would watch it. (laughs) I'd love to see it you know, looking better, you know, it'd be interesting yeah, to see, right. you know, if it looked better because it was hard, really hard to see. So it was very dark in, yeah. in a lot of those scenes and it was hard to see a lot of the action, but so no, uh, definitely not my favorite, probably quite possibly. Well, definitely my least favorite of this bunch. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Mark. Why, why am I last? <laughs> Is there, what's the reason because because i'm i'm letting you do the next one first that's why. oh okay You're asking um so yeah nice. <laughs> so yeah hide and go shriek um the light like matt said it was so dark the lighting crew should have been fired um i i and the director um you, you just and couldn't the and the writer, writer. It, no there wasn't just a writer the there wasn't a writer <laughs> Most of the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just couldn't see anything. I was just screaming, not screaming, but I'm just, I was saying out loud, I was going, I can't see anything. I, it's, you know, and it, it was, it was driving me crazy. Um, it's, it's physically impossible to shove a mannequin's arm in a stomach. I'm sorry. I don't, unless they're Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers, you know, these guys, that guy has not the strength to, ram a mannequin through a guy's stomach it, it, it's impossible so that was just a s- stupid kill um if you tie up the supposed killer why leave the room and go to the office it i mean it, that was just a dumb dumb move but these characters were dumb so i wasn't too surprised and um the ending was so surprising because it was stupid uh, just just how explained oh he was my inmate and i protected him and 
we have matching tattoos. It was just like, you know, trying to make the storyline more plausible. And the father of the department store is leaning over his janitor and his son is dead. His son is dead, but he doesn't give a shit about that. He cares more about, you know, the guy, his janitor on the floor. So that made no sense. Yeah. To me, um, well, was Sean Cannon, so maybe he didn't care about him. That I just didn't make any sense. Um, uh, I, I did jerk, he is a jerk. Um, I did like what Matt said. Uh, that one kid that looked 13 years old, I loved that. He actually looked like a kid in high school instead of a 28 year old, you know. I, I enjoy well, it. that's true, you're right, you're right, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It, it was it, it was fun to watch that, but it was out of place because everyone else it, looked like exactly, they were, yeah, exactly. It's like you know, I, I mean, cast more of him because he, he wasn't a bad actor, I thought, in, in my opinion. I, I, I actually enjoyed his character, and he's like the first one or second one to die, and um. Joe, when you were saying, you know, with the the drowning, um, he was he was basically slamming her head on the faucet, and that's why there was so much blood. That's why he was he was just oh. going to town. He wasn't really trying to drown her; he just smashed. That her makes head. the movie so much better. Exactly, now. Yeah, no, it makes it one hundred percent better. Just Joe, had to we should watch that it again. You, we should watch I am going to buy that four K restoration. I. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather watch Never Fuck in the Woods three times before I watch this film again. Um, Ooh, really? Yeah. yeah wow. I There's something about Never Fuck in the Woods, man. I just love There's something about it. It's great. Was it the giant beaver? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there, there it is. Um yeah, but yeah, I, I didn't enjoy this film. I didn't like the acting. I didn't like, you know, the whole premise of it. It's just, it, there was no writing. It just had the characters run to each little scene and, you know, trying to hide. Oh, let's make out. Go to another scene, you know, with another couple. Oh, let's make out. It just, there was no script in this film. There was none. There was none. It was just... It's a horrible movie, man. I, I do not recommend it. <laughs> Fucking this one kind of pissed me off. <laughs> wow. So he's gonna let, watch it again after the show, guys, right? Yeah. Plan? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely for, not. For sure. Well he'll just okay. rent it. Let's let's wash that sleaze out of our mouth and let's deal with the movie. So I decided to put this last kind of last minute after we'd already figured on don't answer the phone, but I was like, that movie's literally about a guy were just raping women and it's gross. So I wasn't feeling it. Um, so I went to a movie I saw, uh, when I was a kid and I was, I was so fascinated by it. And then the critics just ripped this apart in the beginning, but now it's considered a classic. That's 1984's body double. Brian De Palma with a hell of a cast. You got Craig Wasson. You got Melanie Griffith kicking ass in this. You got Greg Henry. You got Deborah Shelton. You got uh, Dennis Franz. You got some good people in this one. And it's this is this is a movie that examine shows you how fake everything in Hollywood is, and they do it with such glee and style. And, and it's it's a it's not. I mean the. It's hard to call this a slasher except for the scene, the scene. But I think this is a really 
really great film. It's funny because I remember thinking, eh, it wasn't Dressed to Kill. It wasn't as good as Blowout. Now it's one of my favorites of his because it's just so just 80s all over. This is pure fucking 80s. And I, I kind of love it. And Melanie Griffith is on fire in this. She's sexy. She's funny. This There's a reason she became a star. This is a movie that made her a star. And there's a reason for that. And Mark really wanted to do this one first. So, Mark, the floor is yours. I didn't want to do this first, but it, I will it, say it, that you literally told me on the phone you wanted to do that first. I, I I think I said I think I said I I wanna I I, I know I really want to like review this film because I absolutely love this film. Um, what a surprise! Uh, this is a film that uh, that ranks uh, high up for me. Like recently watched films. Um, talk about totally eighties, just like James says. I mean, I think this film is. This film is a cult classic, and I will be buying this film. Um, obviously, Brian De Palma uh, took inspiration from Vertigo and Rear Window with this, and I love Brian De Palma's work and how he easily shoots people following people, just like in um, uh, Dress to Kill. Uh, Dress to Kill, like the museum scene. Um, he there's just something how he shoots away with people following people it's so just mesmerizing for me um it's i it, craig wilson is uh fine in this film um and then later on in this film there's a scene where he kind of like changes character and that's the club scene and i'm just when net when it was frankie goes to hollywood and it was like this music video and it's relaxed I was grinning ear to ear. I was bobbing. For some reason, the sound was even better. Um, it was loud. It was just, it, it looked like a music video. It's like I was watching an 80s music video for the first time. And it was fantastic. I loved the music in it. I loved the camera direction and how it just moved around. And then it was just that sexy fucking scene with Melanie Griffin. Um, and that sex scene, I, I thought I thought it was hot. I thought it was hot. It was really, really good. Um, Melanie Griffith, though, her character kind of reminded me of uh, some of her other characters, like Working Girl. It's like the same accent. That's fine. I don't know if this movie made her a star. I think it was okay, Working Girl. It's that's this this she got a lot of opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I wasn't expecting Melanie Griffin just to be completely naked in this, but yeah, the the rear window scenes was great. There was really hokey uh, scenes in this that was fantastic. Um, yeah, just love this film. Yeah, yeah, highly recommend it. it, it and that one uh, scene with the drill going through the ceiling that was beautifully shot. Beautifully shot. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Well, let's jump for this one. I'm going to jump to Matt next. Matt. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to unmute <laughs> myself. I was expecting, I thought Joe was going to go next uh, for some reason. I don't know. I had it in my head. Um, yeah. Thank you for picking this one because I had not seen this in a long time and I loved it the first time I seen it, saw it. And, and, uh, and then I haven't watched it since. And I think that's probably been a long time. But I really like this one a lot. And if you're a big Melanie Griffith fan, you got to check out 
something wild. This is making me want to watch something yes. wild again. Cause that was such a good movie. Uh, and a very similar character, but that's what she's very good at that, but she's so natural in this. She's she, when the minute she comes on the screen, it's just, you can't take your eyes off her and, and her reactions to everything. I, I she's amazing. She's what a great presence, such an underutilized actor too. I, I just feel like she just, I don't know if she chose a lot of, crap or, or just didn't do much but uh, I mean she's done movies certainly but I felt like she's got more than than what has been offered to her um, I would have loved to see a universe where she played uh, Alabama in in um, uh, true romance, true romance. Yeah. I'd love to see a universe no. with her in that part but um Anyway, I I uh, I I like this. I thought uh, also the actor, um, who, who's the main guy, um, Craig Craig Watson. Yeah. yeah, he's he's underutilized as well. I thought he was really good in this. And he's good in horror. Like he he's also good in Ghost Story. He was good. In Ghost Nightmare. Story. Yeah, he's great yeah. in Ghost Story. Yeah, he's a good he's a good actor. Very good actor. D- Dennis Franz. Uh, I thought Greg Henry was good in this. Um, such it was a it was a good movie. And and of course De Palma. It's got a lot of the De Palma stuff at the mall where you're seeing this happening and then this happening. And I just love all that. Um, I, I don't know that I would say it's my favorite De Palma film. I I, th- I still think probably I you know. I, I loved the untouchables and, and the first um, mission impossible. I just thought, man, I think that those are just amazing. And then uh, I, I think blowout. I like that one too. Uh, I still haven't seen snake guys. That's one that I've been meaning to get to is guys. Oh, I still I enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah. The Nick Cage. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But anyway, uh, I like this one. I thought, let me see. Um, did I have notes on this? But I, I, yeah, this is no, I didn't. I didn't make notes on this for some reason. But I, I think I just got caught up watching it again. Yeah. So good, Joe has notes. I, I think I just got caught up watching it again <laughs> because I, I love the rear window meets vertigo. It's obviously, you know, and and it's I, literally almost all of. It was like four or five Hitchcock films that it, it pays homage. Yeah, wrapped up into one. Yeah, All and one. and it, it's funny because he always has has worn his Hitchcock heart on his sleeve. But it's, I mean, it's out there in this one big time. I mean, he that he doesn't have vertigo, but he has claustrophobia, and it and it mm-hmm. and it shows itself in the exact same way that it it. That, that vertigo showed it and his obsession with following the girl and everything. So it's, I, I just think it's a really good movie. It's very strange, very weird movie. Um, and the, the music video in the middle of it, yeah, this could only have happened in the eighties. If this movie came out now, we would all be saying this is the shittiest movie I've ever <laughs> seen, but it, because it's just got this eighties vibe to it and just everything about it. It's just, I love it. Yeah. And every landmark in LA is in this movie. Oh my oh, God. Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. Oh, and the, the waterfall at the end when he gets it, when he goes into the reservoir, um, that waterfall down there that goes down the steps. I drove, just drove by it the other day. It's right off of the five or the four Oh five. No, the five, um, up there, like heading into Santa Clarita. It's right there. That, that, that big waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I think Joe. it's a water purification or something like that system. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. is. Joe, what, what, tell us about, it was, it was killing me where I had seen Craig Watson before. And then, uh, like 10 minutes into it, it finally clicked that, uh, dream warriors. I'm on Elm Street Part oh, Three. Oh, yeah. that's uh, right. That's what yeah. that yeah. was killing me too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I literally um, said that about a half, like when we first started talking about this movie, but it got lost in you know. Yes, but he was in that. He was very good in that. Yeah. Um, I I noticed that he never uses his car door either. Uh, I love when the movie started off. He was you know he's a working actor had a rough day couldn't wait to get home and see his uh, wife or girlfriend or whoever it was and decides to pick up a meal for them for both to enjoy and it was hot dogs and i just started thinking wow you're real mr big spender but then it yeah. turns out it's good he didn't spend a whole lot of money on dinner because his girlfriend's cheating on him so i felt kind of bad for him after that um Deborah Shelton in this movie is hot, absolutely hot. She is '80s gorgeous, and by and so I told you I was going to bring this up later. Um, what she was wearing when he's following her throughout the day, and her hairstyle and the sunglasses, she reminded me of a brunette Sybil Shepherd. Ooh, and yeah, yeah. kinda, yeah, yeah, kinda. Um, he was getting really, really creepy following her to the point that right. he was making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, dude, come on. All right. Yeah. You've, you've seen enough. Just back off. Or if you're going to go down there, maybe take off that blazer with the patches on the elbows. Yeah. So she doesn't recognize it again at the beach with so, a blazer. Yeah. At the beach. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to stand out like a sore thumb wearing that thing there. Uh, Dennis Franz, obviously you can't have the sleaze fest without. Dennis oh, totally. Franz. He was fantastic. He's as sleazy as they get. Oh yep. my God. Um, I will say that after watching this movie, I have no idea what I watched because it was just so bizarre. Mm. Like, is this a movie within a movie within another movie and then a music video and Frankie goes to Hollywood and it just threw me for a complete loop. And I loved it because I totally didn't expect any of that. Uh, What else? The other notes that I had. Yeah, I just it was. I'm glad that I found out it was a movie within a movie because of what he go, you know, he just auditions for a porn and gets the part just so he can meet a girl to solve a mystery. Yeah. It just seems like so over the top that it was like something out of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, I gotta say, I loved the setup. I loved the plot, the plan to make him a witness. It was so very clever. It was just like an episode of Moonlighting with a lot less sex. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Yep. Love that. Love that joke. Yeah. This is a, and there actually is, uh, there's one that I can think of. There might be more than one. Uh, kind of a body double type moonlighting uh, episode. Yeah. You know, the same type of thing where somebody's in disguise and they're following the wrong person the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, yeah. Love this film. I, I knew this is a movie that I just, I, I, I think it's become one of my favorites throughout the years because it's just so embraces mm-hmm. everything that it, there's even a freaking that, that whole the, during the relaxed uh, scene where Norma Desmond from sunset Boulevard, <laughs> that, mm. that per, like, look at person is what going down the stairs. You're just like, why that? But it's Sunset Boulevard. It makes sense. It was such mm-hmm. a love letter 
to not only Hitchcock to L.A. to it's it's a Tippi Hedren's daughter is you know in the leading role one of the leading roles so you're just like this is good stuff it's a good flick I I I I had to put this on this one because it's sleazy as fuck yeah Mm -hmm. totally Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good great pick Jim yeah good picks Jimmy. And uh, those were a lot of fun. Hopefully, add a boy. Yeah, add a boy. Uh, hopefully, everybody Attaboy. out there enjoyed these picks. And if you didn't watch them, check them out. There, you'll definitely, I think, enjoy them. Uh, and go tonight, everyone. We're watching it again. Woo! Oh uh, no, that won't happen. No, I'm I'm breaking up moonlighting on DVD. I'm watching Ooh, that. Yeah. yeah, I might do that too. So yeah. our next episode, we don't have any movies for you to watch because we are going to be having. Uh, in two weeks, we're going to be having an interview with director Vincent DeSanti from uh, Womp Stomp Films and the director of the new uh, fan film Never Hike Alone 2. So I know our our beloved super fan has been uh, the one um, really, you know, getting this together and putting it all together with the interview and, and all of our connection to Never Hike Alone too so mark why don't you tell us a bit about uh what we're expecting with uh uh of course i there may be a couple things with vincent that we don't know but uh is there going to be an extra guest or is it just vincent um i, I he hasn't confirmed uh, the extra guest, okay. guest yet. So. so there may be a special guest but joe you heard it here first the entire cast of never hike alone too yeah, will be on that's Sinister right joe yeah, mark has yeah. gotten them all together got them all yeah every single yep. one of them <laughs> so anyway that'll, the be, grip. that'll be something to look forward to in two weeks so that'll give us the chance also to watch a bunch of horror movies in the meantime that are newer and maybe not a theme and maybe check out some of the new because i know there have been a lot of new releases on on different things so uh we could always check out new stuff and in the meantime and then of course i and that this works out perfectly because i'm going to be heading to lake tahoe for a week so i won't have much time to watch movies then anyway so uh i guess that's it so go to www.cinescarehorror.com and and joe's got a new design on there that i some people have been i know it's it's been selling out selling off the off the racks uh and that is i i just got mine in the mail today did you oh nice yeah, my Cinescare Rise t-shirt. Cinescare Rise, which is a uh, similar design to the um, Evil Dead Rise. And so, very exciting. And, uh, of course, go to Amazon.com or any place where you buy books and, and buy one of my books. And I don't have any more news about Halloween 45, but it's still a ways away. So, well, I guess that's it. So, we will see you next time. Good night, everybody.
I mean, I've done like uh, I've I've done the edible chocolate thing where you smear it all over the chick and you eat the chocolate. Get away! No, stop! 